Commissioner, thank you so much for uh, for giving us a little bit of time. We were talking about uh, a little while ago, we were talking about just kind of the feel here in the Mountain West Conference. And um, for you, how much excitement do you take in today? There's so much stuff around the country that I know you're paying attention to. Where's the excitement level for you uh, focusing today as much as you can on football, but also the business side of the conference, which I know you've been, been stuck in quite a bit? You know, it struck me today in, in uh, after I, I made some comments that uh, – you know, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair 23 years later mm-hmm. if we hadn't had the same issue back in 1998, that the 16-team whack and the pod system and people weren't comfortable in who they were playing and, and the issues inherent. And, and it might be um, a foreshadowing of some of these leagues that are going to 16. Uh, big is, is challenging because... You know, you have 15 other people in the league in addition to yourselves, and if you only play eight or nine football games, you're not going to play everybody very often. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one issue. But my point is, 23 years ago, we started the Mountain West Conference because of issues within the current league they were members of. And here we are 23 years with a whole bunch of iterations in between. You know, we, we added Hawaii back and Utah State, Fresno State, Nevada, et cetera, et cetera. There are six charter members still in the Mountain West Conference. But uh, we've had 15 football playing members in, in our 23-year history. So I guess it's evolutionary, and it's kind of more of the same. But, you know, the national landscape, there's landscape. There's so many issues going on right now, and, and a lot of them are cross-purposed and uh, all of them somewhat interrelated, and and unfortunately, a lot of them driven by by revenue. Yeah, you know, there's a, there was a lot of uh, fans that had kind of PTSD when this, uh, at least Hawaii fans, uh, because of them being kind of left alone back in the old whack. Yep. Uh, and and that was not a good time uh, for Hawaii football back then. Just your thoughts on on Hawaii now and how because it is a travel situation for a lot of these teams to have to cross the Pacific and play in Hawaii and with Hawaii's stadium situation, there are so many things surrounding the Hawaii football program right now. Although there is excitement with Timmy Chang, uh, just your thoughts on the Hawaii football program. Well, you know, I think you make a great point on the stadium. That's that's a huge inducement, and uh, you know, a reflection of the commitment that Hawaii always has had towards football but now more so you know it would have been challenging frankly to say we're going to play in a 9,000 makeshift seat on the old practice facility for years and years and years to come but now to say sometime in that 25 26 period there'll be a you know multi hundred couple hundred million dollar stadium and so the investment you know uh, hawaii's been a good partner and the fact that we geographically are the closest not that geography means a lot anymore to a lot of <laughs> conferences but we're the closest the pac-12 and, and the mountain west are the two closest conferences and uh you, you just cannot escape the fact that it's it's a trip but but it's more burdensome on on Hawaii because they do it six times a year, whereas one team does it one time a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Commissioner Craig Thompson joining us here uh, on ESPN Honolulu. John Veneri, Josh Pacheco. Is it, it you know to finish on the stadium part? Is it almost reassuring in a way when when you found out about that commitment, the four hundred million dollars? You know, knowing the the NCA having to give exemptions. I know you made comments uh, a couple of years ago on uh, on the previous Aloha Stadium. Is that a reassurance for you? Um, 
it, given Hawaii's membership and, and all of that, that uh, you know you do have a great partner with that commitment? It is. No, no question. As is. I asked you know, that with David Matlin right here. <laughs> well, the, 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 the great leadership of, of President Lassner and David Matlin, you know, and the foresight. And, and you mentioned Timmy. Boy, we're excited. You know, he had been in the league. had been with Jay up in Nevada for a while. Uh, my wife commented when he said he had been at, they met last night, that he had been at Nevada for five years. She goes, you're too young to have been anywhere for five years. But what excitement, you know, and, and the, the uh the, the islands love Timmy and, you know, what he'll bring to that program and uh, and the stadium, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, it, it is reflective of the commitment that the leadership of the University of Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, is making, you know, in football. I, I, I just want to, on a personal level, ask you, how's your stress level? This has got to be taxing <laughs> on, on a commissioner and uh, with all the things going on. How are you doing? Well, thank you for asking. It's craziness, you know, that uh, I, uh, we found a couple-day window, and uh, I uh, we went back to Iowa to visit my 91-year-old mother, and, and that's right when the SC UCLA, and I was on the phone the entire time. She goes, I, I, I thought you came here to visit me. And I go, Mom, I, this, this is the way it is. And, you know, so it's not unusual. It's, uh, it's challenging. I, I, w- I want to keep going back to, you know, the membership and the structure piece. You know, people say, well, what are you doing? You know, what if we lose this school or that yeah. school? Um, there's really nothing I can do. There's nothing that George could have done about UCL- UCLA and USC. There's nothing Bob Bullsby could have done about Texas, Oklahoma. And so you, you, you just prepare. You plan. Uh, you have strategies going forward. One would be if we lost members, maybe we just stay at 10 schools. Uh, you know, we, you go back to that value-added component. But, you know, th- there is stress, but you work with great people, and, and we're trying to, uh, you know, we're not 100% equal and equitable in the Mountain West Conference. We have 70 $75 million budgets and $35, $40 million budgets. And, and that's just the way it is. You know, and we're not, we're, those schools aren't going to find $40 million under the mattress. Right. My last question for you. Uh, although I did, I just wanted to follow up just yeah. with a, a comical thing because you you say ten teams. Uh, it just so happened as we walked down this hallway that there were only ten helmets on the table back there. <laughs> it, was it, Hawaii's there? Yes. Hawaii's okay, was there. FedEx worked. But, okay, good. But Fresno and Colorado State weren't sitting oh, on that right table, so it's just I just wanted to say that that was a little funny that you mentioned you just happened to bring. Well, that, that's great. When I walked in there this morning at eight o'clock, I asked the same question. I said, "How come we don't have everybody's helmets?" And they said, "FedEx screwed up the delivery." So no, no intention yeah, there. Okay, all right. <laughs> last question. Question for you: You've been involved in in trying to help shape the college football playoff. You helped create a structure that obviously uh, you know, needs unanimous approval, and we didn't see that. Your view on what the college fo- football playoff could look like in a couple of years? Television contracts, of course, the Group of Five and its involvement. Uh, how how do you see this playing out here as we we near 2025? Well, I'm I'm kind of. 5149 trending towards I don't know if we need the automatic qualification maybe we just take the 12 best teams uh, you get what you ask for we could have had a much better system had we approved it last summer but that could be a scenario where there's I'm making this up hypothetically seven of the 12 teams could come from the Big Ten and the SEC but if they've earned it they deserve it and mm-hmm. uh, they've won their way versus you know this this rightfulness that I, I would hear say the new configured 
soon to be Pac-12 with 10 teams if they don't do anything isn't a whole lot stronger competitively than the 12-team Mountain West. So why do they get an automatic bid and we don't? Right. Um, I, I would put our champion, we've had five, we've had five different, we've had nine, but five different institutions of those nine champions uh, in our football. So we're very competitive, very balanced, and, and I'll put those teams, you know, we've got a lot of uh, 11 and 12 win teams in those nine different champions. Uh, put them up against uh, a, a lot of leagues for that automatic. Yeah. Commissioner, generous with your time. Thank you so much for coming by, and thank you uh, to the conference for having us. Well, we appreciate you guys being here, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, you wouldn't take a boat, but it's just a quick airplane <laughs> trip away, so <laughs> glad to have you. This is the ninth island after all, too, so yes. thank you. Appreciate yes. it. All right, Commissioner guys. Craig Thompson joining us here as part of Mountain West Media Days here on ESPN Honolulu.